in your business, you got to think about it. Be strategic. Think outside the box. Think about what Kohl's did. Think about what the affiliate offers do. When you're acting as an affiliate, if you have an offer and you don't want to go and, and buy your own media, you want to go and look for, hmm, well, who's the audience for this offer? Where can I find that audience? And now, how can I get in front of somebody else's audience? What can I do for them that's going to make them want to promote my offer? I spent the last 17 years building my eight-figure performance business without using any of my own money, working with some of the most brilliant direct response marketers in the world today. Now I'm looking for entrepreneurs to join my affiliate army, built on ethics, transparency, and good old hard work. Join me to change the perception of how people view the greatest business in the world, affiliate marketing, and follow along as I learn, apply, and share performance marketing strategies working with some of the brightest people on the planet. My name is Eric Beer, and welcome to the Performance Marketer Podcast. We always talk about this. I've, t- you know, anybody that's been, you know, with me for the last few years, as you're following me and listening to all the things, the number one thing that I value is traffic, right? If you have traffic, you have a business. You can do anything you want, right? You can get into, you can start a new business, or you can take an existing business and build off of it, or just grow your current business. If you have traffic, if you have eyeballs, if you have people, right? The same thing. The traffic that's going into a store is the same thing as the traffic as somebody clicking and coming to your site, clicking and going to some destination where you're performing some service of some way, but you have an impression. You're making an impression on somebody, okay? That's what everybody's doing in the internet today, right? When you're on Facebook, they're trying to get you to click on a net. They're trying to create some sort of pattern interruption with your day. You're not there to click on ads. You're going and looking at Facebook, and then all of a sudden as you're scrolling, you see some ad. What is it when we talk about in the perfect survey method? AISTP, right? You want to attract people, right? You want to draw attention. And then you go down to identify, segment, target, and position. But so in any event, in this case, you're getting traffic. So what can you do? To make this relatable as an example on the internet for you guys, let's use somebody that has a coaching business, and they're in the relationship space. Somebody that has a coaching business in the relationship space is looking for people that either are married or maybe they're divorced or maybe they're, uh, they're looking to get married or maybe even uh, they're looking to, um, work on their relationship with like their brother or their sister or their friend, right? Whatever that is, that target audience, it's all pretty much the same thing. You're focused on relationships. Okay. So you know who your audience is. Now you're looking to figure out where are those people in the world, right? What, what else are they doing? And you would try to find relevant products, services, what have you, and be able to then figure out how can you get in front of those people with your offer, right? That's relevant. In this case, you know, if you're a coach, you might want to get on people's podcasts, right? As a guest, you might want to write a blog post as a guest writer in somebody's blog, that's relevant, right? In those scenarios, what's happening is when people are getting on a podcast as a guest, what's happening is they're spending their time to talk to the host. That host has a bunch of followers, right? My podcast has a bunch of followers. My YouTube channel has followers, right? My Instagram handle has followers. So if anybody can do a deal with me, 
and I'm now publishing that content, they're immediately going to get in front of my audience. I'm going to introduce whoever that person is to my audience. Why would I do that, right? I'm a nice guy, but I would do it because they're delivering me some valuable content that I can now deliver to my audience that I think will be helpful. And that's what I'm trying to do, right? Like, I'm just trying to give you guys good content to help you guys with your business, right? Give you guys ideas of ways to think about how you can either grow your business or start a new business, right? So for me, that's valuable, right? I want to build goodwill with my audience, right? So eventually, when I want to make my offer, then you guys who are interested will be like, oh, yeah, you know what? This guy, we're following him for, for a year. He knows what he's talking about. He seems to be doing pretty well. I want to check it out, right? I like him. I trust him. Right. And the people that do, it's because I'm continuously publishing content, trying to just over deliver and give you value. So in this scenario, when you're now the guest speaker on a podcast, the thing here is that it's just powerful because you're going to go, you're going to add value. You're going to go and give people things that they didn't have before you showed up. If you're somebody that knows how to generate leads, me, right? And I go onto a podcast and start talking about, you know, the three easiest ways to generate leads or ways to arbitrage media, uh, how to create cash flow with, uh, without spending any of your own money, right? Those are all like valuable things, really valuable things. I could sell that for millions of dollars to people, right? Cause on the back end of that, once you learn and understand how to do it, you could make multi millions of dollars a year. So it's valuable, right? So I would go on and do that with a podcast host, right? The relationship coach is going to want to go on and start to talk about parts of the value of their core offer and start to throw real valuable information that they sell and put it out to the world and help people. You don't want to just like not give them anything. I, I see a lot of people that are afraid to give up information that they sell. And I'll tell you guys, 99% of the people in the world, if you just talk about what it is you know, what your expertise is, people are not going to be able to take that information and go with it and build businesses. They still are going to need you, okay? Maybe 1% of the people in the world will be able to hear it. You're giving them some secret sauce, and then they're able to take that and then take it to the next level. But those people would never have been your customers anyway. And at the end of the day, the world's big enough for many, many businesses because it's all about niches, right? There's plenty of lead generation companies out there that do what I do. And we all somehow find a way to make a pretty good living. There's tons of coaches out there, right? There's tons of different funnel software. There's tons of different Facebook agencies. There's tons of different copywriters, right? There's tons of different relationship coaches, inspirational coaches. It's just because you're you're appealing to different people. Some people may like me, some people may not like me. But in this case, for the relationship person, if they can get on that podcast, they can deliver value, right? Now they're, number one, they're giving content to the podcast. They're solving a problem by, this podcast guy's got to figure out how to to give good content about relationships, but they don't really know it as well as this expert does, right? This person does this every day. So by coming on and giving them some of this value that they sell, it's huge. Amazing. Maybe this person even learns. The podcast host maybe learns from, from the relationship coach. They probably do, right, in that case. So number one is they figure out the need. Two is they now are solving a problem. Three is they're delivering. They're coming on to the show, and they're actually giving real value, and they're presenting it in a way 
that's digestible in a simple way if you meet them for the first time. So number three is they're actually executing on that. And at the end of the podcast, they could make an offer, right? The podcast coach would typically say, well, if you like this relationship coach, you can go to uh, www.relationshipchallenge.com. Or maybe the relationship coach has some free giveaway, like, a, you know, you can go and download their free guide on the 10 simple ways to do a quick start relationship uh, patch up. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but something like that, that you can use before you ever even talk to me. That's just you know, a very high level, like basic thing to work on in a relationship. Go here to uh, www.quickguiderelationship.com uh, to download your free guide. Well, in that case, the person would have to go and put their email address in. Boom. In the case that they drove them to a page to get more information, maybe that person has a free challenge or maybe they have uh, a webinar that they're driving traffic to at that point once you go and check them out, right? Whatever their business model is, that's all stays the same. This is just the front end of you tapping into somebody's audience, doing what Kohl's did. Kohl's is tapping into Amazon's audience, right? Who else? I mean, there's no better company in the world to tap into. It's amazing, right? Boom. And now they just make, they make an offer. That's it. That offer is um, whatever their business model is on the front end to get them going. In this case, they're going directly to a sale, right? They're an e-commerce business and they're going directly to a sale. But they are trying to get you to, to get some sort of like Kohl's charge card, right? So if you, if you get like a credit card with Kohl's, it's part of their business model. So, I mean, right now it's really super simple. Either Kohl's is trying to sell some product in store or they're trying to get people to get a charge card, a credit card with Kohl's. But still, at the end of the day, they still want to just sell product, move product. That's their business. Another scenario of you tapping into somebody that's like a huge, huge someone on the internet is like, uh, it's like doing a deal with Tony Robbins, right? It's like, if you can look at Tony Robbins and figure out how you can add some value to him, if you can try to understand like, where is he focusing today? What's his business, right? What's he looking to do, right? Just recently, Tony and Dean Graziosi just had a big free challenge, right? So if you were able to drive tons of people to the free challenge, right? Show that you could drive traffic and get people to sign up. And then at that point, some of them convert into customers. You're going to get on their radar. If you are in their top five of, of leads and sales, you're going to get noticed. Hence, what they do is when they have these programs, the top 10 people with the most sales, they actually give a free mastermind to come to, to Fiji. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go to Fiji? Tony's Island, right? And you get to hang out with Tony and Dean and like 10 of the top, like, serious players in the space to mastermind. And the value that you get there is massive. One, all the, the relationships you're creating, they're going to add value by teaching you things that they do. But on the flip side, they want to help you, but they also want to get closer to you because they see that you can move mountains. You can drive sales. And that's how you get in front of their face. And, oh, by the way, when you're doing that and showing them that you could actually drive leads and sales, you also make money. <laughs> they pay you for the leads and the sales. So it's a win-win for everybody, right? And the people in your audience that you're driving traffic to that, to that challenge, they're now getting value by getting the free five-day challenge. And if they upsell into what they do with their sales when they, when they sell whatever product their core product is, well, it's because they want to. And those people see the value, right? But you, in the beginning, you just got to make sure that 
you know what the want and needs are for, for Tony and Dean for that because they want to drive people to their, their challenge. That's the first thing. A free challenge. You want people to sign up for their free challenge for the five days. You got to make sure that it's relevant to your audience. That's in a scenario where it's your audience. In this scenario, Kohl's is tapping into Amazon's. Well, in that scenario, Tony and Dean are tapping into your audience, right? Affiliates, people that have email lists, that's exactly what's happening. Russell Bronson's got a huge list, a million, two million, three million people on his list in his email database. Some of them are customers of ClickFunnels. Some of them maybe signed up for a dollar trial. Some of them maybe never paid for anything and then he signed up as a lead. I'm almost certain, you know, Russell's never told me this, but I'm almost certain that he has his list segmented, right? From the perfect survey method, right? A-I-S-T-P, attract, identify, segment, right? His email list is segmented. It's gotta be in some capacity, right? He's not just blasting everybody. He's got his, his buyer list, people that are ClickFunnels members, customers. He wants to be very careful with that list. That's his paying customers, right? Then he has his list of people that have purchased from him before, maybe a book, right? Maybe um, some small guide or a disc or whatever. And they've spent, you know, dollar, $7, under a hundred bucks. They have not converted into a member of ClickFunnels. So they're valuable, but they're not as valuable as their customer list, right? This is their hot, I would call these the hot leads, right? Buyers. This is the warm leads. They've, they've shown that they purchase, but they haven't yet become a member of ClickFunnels. So he's trying to upsell them into becoming a member. And then you have the people that have signed up for something free. They've never purchased from him. They've never ever bought a book, a guide, anything. Nothing, free plus shipping, nothing. But they stay on his list. They're interested in getting some of his content, things that he's, he's doing. So it shows they're interested. And if they keep signing up for things, now they're active. Right. So if you look at that and that's a colder lead, it's not ice cold because they already know who he is they're on his list, but it's a colder lead. Right. Cold, warm, hot. And if he had just those three segments, right, he might be willing to on this colder list of people. Right. If he has, let's say, two million people, say a million people are members, say 500,000 of them have purchased something. And then you have another 500,000 that have never purchased anything. I guarantee you he's willing to send other people's offers to this list way more than these two lists. Think about it. I mean, one, you don't want to just send all kinds of affiliate offers all day long. Maybe if something's super, super relevant, but he doesn't want to cannibalize his own business. His main business is he wants to sell ClickFunnels memberships. That's it. So these people over here, they're not buying the ClickFunnels membership and they're on his list and they're taking his free content and all of his, his, his just, gold that he's dropping, right? And he's going to, yes, try to convert them into doing something over at ClickFunnels. Hopefully he gets them to do something that's relevant to building funnels. And once they start doing that, they'll realize they need ClickFunnels later. Really smart. But what he's going to do is he'll partner with other companies to monetize those 500,000 people that have never bought a thing. Now, he may also send uh, some information to the, the people that have taken out their credit card or even their members right? He, he's not going to go as hard at these two segments as he would this one. I'll guarantee you way more emails are being sent to the cold non-buyers than the, the buyer or the actual customers of ClickFunnels, right? But he's doing this. He's just doing the reverse. What he's doing is he's leveraging his audience. 
Now, the company that's coming to Russell to try to get them to mail to his list, that's Kohl's. That's Kohl's. That's Amazon. That's the deal that's going on right now. The Russell and the the affiliate offer are the Kohl's-Amazon relationship in a nutshell, right? It's a little bit different, but same concept, right? The, The affiliate offer is trying to take people from Russell's audience, right? Tony and Dean are trying to get people from Russell's audience to now sign up for their free challenge. And now they're in Tony and Dean's world on their list. And then they're going to try to convert those people into a buyer, into a sale. So in this scenario, in, in, in that scenario, the Coles, who's trying to tap into Amazon's buyer list, is Tony and Dean trying to tap into Russell's buyer list, right? And Russell now has a list, and he's like the Amazon, right? What is Tony and Dean doing for Russell? They're helping him monetize 500,000 people that aren't buying his stuff. So if they're not buying his stuff, maybe they're interested in Tony and Dean's stuff. It's relevant. They're opening, they're clicking, they're downloading a lot of his free stuff. They just haven't bought anything yet, right? So now he takes these 500,000 people. What happens if he sends that five-day free challenge and half the people sign up for the five-day free challenge, right? They've shown that they would sign up for the free challenge. So 250,000 people sign up for the free challenge, right? And then let's say that maybe he converts 10% of those people into customers. 250,000 at 10%. It's a pretty good deal, right? What is that? 25,000 customers? It's a high number. If that happens, boom, that's amazing. Conversion rate's not going to be that high, I don't think, right? Usually the conversion rates, I'd say, are like good would be 3 to 5%. I think like normally what I see in credit card conversions is like 1% to 3%. But so in that scenario, if he had 25,000, even if Tony and Dean were paying him $5 a sale, Right in that scenario, the the sale I think was like almost like a thousand bucks, right? So if, <laughs> ultimately it'd be twenty five thousand times one thousand, and that would be the total revenue. And then Tony and Dean are paying an affiliate commission. In this case, would be to Russell, and that would be a ridiculous amount of money. Maybe they're paying him, you know, forty percent of that, right? So like he would ultimately be making a serious amount of money off of a free list here because he's sending them to somebody else's offer and they're converting the traffic which he couldn't convert. So I hope this makes sense to you guys. Like in your business, you got to think about it. Like be strategic. Think outside the box, right? Think about what Coles did. Think about what the affiliate offers do. That's what we do, right? When you're acting as an affiliate, if you have an offer and you don't, you don't want to go and, and buy your own media, you want to go and look for, hmm, well, who's the audience for this offer? Where can I find that audience? And now how can I get in front of somebody else's audience. What can I do for them that's going to make them want to promote my offer? That's this right here. So the four steps, identify the need or want of the publisher, the company that has the customers, the people that have the audience. Number two, solve a problem. Solve a problem for them. In the case of Russell, they're helping him make some money off a list that he hasn't made zero dollars on. He has people in his database. He hasn't made a dollar on it. They're helping him make money, solve a problem. Number three, execute. In this scenario, you know, Russell still needs to send Tony and Dean's offer to the audience, the, at least the cold audience of 500,000 people. So you got to execute. And then number four, you want to be able to make an offer, right? So in that scenario, what's happening is Tony and Dean, they're getting them to the free challenge. 
they're giving five days of their time and energy. They've gotten like all these people, right? So they're showing up and they're executing on their end and, and doing what they promised and, and delivering value. And at the end of those five days, then they open up their sales and they try to upsell them. They make an offer. So figure out the wants and needs, solve a problem, execute and deliver, and then make an offer. Ascend the user up the ladder. So guys, that all, this is all from just me returning something from Amazon. And you can apply it to any business in the world. Guys, just you start thinking outside the box. Try to just understand this. You know, it's just, it's possible. You guys can do this, right? It's not that hard. And this is hustle. This is just hustle. That's why like a lot of the affiliate businesses, it's hustle, right? Understanding like the needs and wants and how to do it, but it's hustle. Right? You don't have to come out of pocket and spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Right? When I started my business, I hustled, worked my butt off. I understood the concepts strategically. That's why I get so excited because I, can, I feel like I could do like 25 different businesses at one time. If I want to start a business tomorrow, I can kind of start thinking about it in this way. Like what do I want to do? Who do I want to, who do I want to sell to? Blah, 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 blah. Right? Then I got to figure out all of those steps that I just described to you. Guys, I hope this was helpful. Do you have any questions or uh, comments? You know, comment below. If you want to shoot me a text, I have a text community, 917-636-1998. Shoot me a text if you have any questions. If you want to just get a better understanding of, of how to do this, right? Ask me. I enjoy it. I actually love helping people. It's like fun for me. This is why I'm doing all this stuff. Like I, I, the satisfaction I get by like talking to somebody and then they all of a sudden start to understand what I'm saying. I mean, I could talk to you for hours. I can go on for hours here because I love it. It's just, it's just so much fun and, you know, it's just, it makes sense. And remember, it's got to be a win, win, win. Everybody's got to win, right? The customer's got to win. You got to win. The advertiser's got to win. If you're the advertiser, you win. And the publisher's got to win. The customer's got to win. Win, win, win. So with that said, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope uh, I added some nuggets into your head to start thinking about your business and how you can go about doing this with either your existing business or you want to start a new business, right? So with that said, I'm out. Be good. And uh, see you on the next one. Boom. Thanks for being here. Bye. Would you like to learn how I built my business using other people's money? If so, then go join my 21-day challenge at performancemarketersecrets.com. I look forward to meeting you and welcoming you into my family. And remember, results don't lie, but the people who don't have any do. Thanks for listening.